make absolutely no mistake about it. What is happening right now concerning the Speaker of the House vote isn't only historic, but it's extremely very prophetic, and it comes with a very grave warning to the United States, I believe, from the Lord. Now, many of you guys saw our video message that we put out on November 5th, 2022, concerning the November 7th, 8th blood moon that hung over the horizon the very eve in the morning of our U.S. midterm elections. Now, if you did not watch that video, I would encourage you right after this video, go and watch it right away because I was one of the very few people who actually got it right, along with the very last several blood moons, which I believe is having to do with not only Congress, but specifically the U.S. presidency and what's to come over the nation that's unfolding before our very own eyes right now. Now, this vote, what's occurring, should not be taken lightly at all. Rather, you are for or against Kevin McCarthy. Rather, you are for or against these 20 Freedom Caucus members and what they're doing. I'm not going to speculate on either side of this debate, but whoever the speaker is going to be most likely will either end up as the very next vice president of the United States or even the president themselves. That would be given a very difficult task to lead through one of the very most difficult times this uh, nation has ever faced or hasn't faced since before it was even founded. So I truly believe whatever the debate is going on here, the choice is very extremely significant in the future and should not be taken lightly. Now, what I want you to pay even more close attention to are the very two next clips that I'm about to show you. They come from two dreams from Pastor Dana Coverstone. Now, the first one came from October of 2020, just a month before the 2020 presidential elections, and the second one from August of 2022, just a few months ago, which I believe these dreams may have been prophetic, and what is occurring now may be a very sign of what may be coming to pass very soon, along with the blood moon warning for the church to get ready and to prepare. We will need to pray absolutely like never before that God moves through these members of Congress that the right leader is selected, not just through concessions or through compromise. That this leader will not only have a strong biblical conservative value, but will have the demeanor to lead through what is coming, I believe, one of the greatest crises our nation has ever faced. I did not hear the words, but I could see that he was he was cursing, not not like swearing, like cussing. He was cursing the White House. He was cursing the leadership. He was cursing. Um, he was cursing the, the leadership. I, I, I don't want to put words out there because I did not hear what he was saying, but he was obviously cursing. Um, he was upset with something that was going on. He was, he was intent on making, making a change. And he stopped for a moment near the Washington Monument and he looked back. And when you look back, there was about 20 to 25 other people who were following him, men and women. I did not. I can't tell you parties. I can't tell you who they were. I did not see these faces. The runner, yes, I knew who it was. I'm not going to say, but nonetheless, 20, 25 people are following after him, but they're holding their shoes in their hand while they walked. He told them to hurry, but they just continued their very steady, almost cautious pace to get to him. And then he sneers at them. And he sneers at the White House, and he begins sprinting towards the White House as fast as he can. And at this time, 
I saw the man I'd seen in the previous dreams. He was standing in the place where the president gives the State of the Union address. He was standing in the halls of Congress right there where everybody sees the president give the State of the Union address every single year. And he tapped the microphone. It was one of those real thin. It wasn't a sure SM58. It was a real thin, uh, very professional microphone that was there. He tapped the microphone three times. One, two, three. And then he stated in a very loud voice, a house divided against itself shall not stand. And he emphasized the word shall. He said it like this, a house divided against itself shall not stand. And the emphasis was on the word shall. And then he pushed the microphone down, just put his hand and pushed the microphone all the way down to the uh, podium. And he walked to the door at the rear of the room. And on that wall, there was a panel of probably 25 or 30 light switches, just your flip switch. And one by one, he flipped them down. One by one. Until every light in Congress in that building, in that room, went out. Thing in one night. All that sound faded in that moment. It was like God, God broke clear, it spoke clearly. In the dream, as I'm standing watching, I am troubled because I've, I've seen incredible things happen. I've seen our country sold out. Have no idea what was going to walk through that door. and Didn't expect what I saw walk through the door, but I knew it represented something bigger than I was seeing. Suddenly, there's the man that I believe represents Jesus in my dreams. It started to bring clarity of thought. The, the noise stopped. The chaos stopped. Because the thing is, we did not. I did not see the end of this. There was no chaos. I didn't see nuclear weapons. I didn't see the, the nation falling apart. But to me, that's a good sign. Jesus steps in and says, hey. I'm still here. You're still here. We're good. We're okay. Because he walks into the room, that means it's not over yet. The last chapter's not been written yet. Sometimes you have to fight and you have to hang on to see the victory, but it's worth it all. It's worth it all. It's worth it all. He's standing at the podium. So the first man that walked in and said, everyone stand, he was the first man to speak. The second person at the podium was that young girl that came in representing a principality, which I believe is a Chinese spirit, you know, just a, represents that part of the Asian world. And now he's at the podium, basically saying, I get the last say. I'm the final authority. That first one was a natural threat. The second speaker was a demonic threat. And now the third speaker is God. He basically says, I get to say the last of it. Here's what I want you to hear, folks. The first thing the man said was this, and it all took place in less than 250 years. This year, we moved, we celebrated 246 years as a nation. I believe there's more of a timeline with this dream than I can imagine or understand right now. There could be a time frame. You know, if we look at 246, 2 is the word for discern, 4 is about the world, 6 is the number of man's days. It reminded me of uh, many, many people, Eupharsim, when the king saw the hand that wrote, began to write on the wall. It basically says, you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. God's numbered your days, the days of your kingdom, and brought it to an end. You have been weighed in the balance and found wanting. Uh, Perez, your kingdom is divided, given the Medes and the Persians. So I really believe that it has something to do with this. I don't know how much longer it will be before Jesus comes. And this is not, this is not an argument of, of mid-trib, pre-trib, post-trib. That's not an argument. Look, we know that America's going down. We know America's been sold out. All of us have some sense of that. And a lot of us have this sense that something big's about to happen. 
White House has been empty for about two years now, folks. We all realize that. But the man that represents Jesus said it took less than 250 years. And he looked at me, and I was standing right, just right off that right corner of the podium. In church, we got to hear this. He said, get ready for more than war. In one of the notes that Sheree put, she's, what, what's worse, what's more than war? And she writes the word captivity. Captivity. Get ready for more than war and speak the truth at risk of the sword. And that's when I woke up. When Newt Gingrich was the speaker, I had been involved as a you know, bit player in the mezzanine in the contract with America. He was speaker. That first election after he became speaker, they lost five or six seats. He still had control. He still had plus 19, more than McCarthy has. And yet, he didn't run for speaker again. He resigned. And Ken Duberstein, God rest his soul, was one of his confidants. And he had said at the time, I know Newt has the votes to become speaker. I don't know if he has the votes to govern. I think both those questions are on the table right now for McCarthy and others. Yeah. Now, as always, guys, stay encouraged. Keep running your race. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Do not lose hope and never give up.